If you're like us here on The Album Argument, you don't just like a great album, you also like the theater. Well, if you are in the Atlanta, Georgia area, be sure to get your tickets now for Main Street Theater's production of Kodachrome, a play written by Adam Simkovitz and directed by Carrie Harris. Tickets can be purchased online at MainStreetTheater.org. Kodachrome is a dramedy about love, lost, and moving on. Our very own Ryan Stroud is even in this play. Kodachrome will be at the Tucker Recreation Center every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, October 20th through November 4th. So, get your tickets now for Kodachrome by visiting MainStreetTheater.org. That's M-A-I-N-S-T-R-E-E-T-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot O-R-G. This link will also be in this episode's show notes. Welcome out there to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we're so happy to have you joining us today on this podcast full of awesomeness where two dudes get together and we do what, Jay? We share music and we share coffee. But most importantly, we share music and we share an album that we don't know if the other one has listened to ever. We sometimes think they have, maybe have, have not, either way. And we feel pretty confident in our pick of it is a pretty good album, right? Maybe we might not find it's a perfect album, but let's say I might give you an album, like I gave you this album by the dismemberment plant, Emergency and I. And then I think, okay, well, what would Ryan think? And then we get together and then record this great podcast and this wonderful basement of mine. Yep. And we uh, capture these live takes to see, uh, did we stump the other person or did we maybe get them on a Miles Davis kick like yeah. we've done in the past so um yeah that's that's how we do this every week now i have to stop you and say jay you're you're being very modest and humble right now when you say this this basement of yours this is a studio uh, it's a yeah. basement studio but it's a studio you've got the stuff on the walls you've got the you know to reverberate the sounds you've got the fancy microphones with the pup pup screens in, okay in 2023 that we live in right now. It is a studio because who does not have a studio at home? Exactly. You've got a rack over <laughs> here. You've got instruments lining everywhere. We have a drum set. We have fancy headphones on right now. Jay, come on, man. This is good stuff. You're commenting on my rack, and then that's that says it all. You so. do have a nice rack. I mean, how many I mean, it is it is supremely nice. Uh <laughs> you wanna explain what the rack is, Jay? The rack the rack for all those that I can't see that it it has uh, a power conditioner where you can plug things into it to plug it into the wall to keep it all safe. There you go. And then there is a uh, something to turn up the mics called a preamp. There you go. And then something to change the difference of volume between talking loud and quiet. Uh huh. Called a compressor. Oh, but we're just in the basement. I don't know where your mind went when I said rack, but whatever. Yes, it is it a, it is a rack of gear. Anyways. Rack of gear. No, but in today's time, yes. Okay, we're in a studio. We are in a studio. It's, um, sure. It just happens to be in your basement. That's that's true. That's true. For tax purposes, it's a studio. (laughs) It is a studio. Uh, Again, thank you everybody out there for joining us. We have an interesting episode today. This is an album that Jeremy gave me. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's go into it. Jay, you got some information here to to share for us. Yeah, so we've got Dismemberment Plan, and their uh, as I mentioned before, their 1999 release, Emergency and I. I keep wanting to say the Dismemberment Plan. It's not the but Dismemberment it's Plan. Dismemberment Plan. All right, I have it written down as the Dismemberment Plan. <laughs> I know, right? So that's that's what I keep uh, tricking myself. So Dismemberment Plan. They're a Washington D.C. indie band. 
Oh, they're they're Washington D.C. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were like Washington, like Seattle, no, Washington. No, Washington D.C. Uh, so this album was actually um, recorded for Interscope at the time. This was uh, there. There are a few albums in. They started in 1993, I should say. So they had four albums total. They ended up breaking up in 2003. Then they've since gotten back together. But anyways, this was kind of their their let's make it album. They were signed to Interscope, but then Interscope they did some things. Uh, uh, there was some merging of labels around the time. Anyway, so then this ended up going back to their uh, DC-based label that they had all their other albums out on, uh, DeSoto Records, that we've had some De other Soto. albums. So, um, yeah, they're DC-based band on DC-based label. Uh, Barsook actually released a vinyl version of this in 2011. Really? Yeah. This does not fit anything on Barsook. But they, they got it on vinyl. They they did not press it on vinyl in, uh, initially, but, uh, yeah, Barsook did it in 2011. Um, so this band it consists of Eric Axelson on bass and keys, Jason Cadell on guitar keys, Joe Easley on drums, and the Travis Morrison on vocals and guitars and keys. And so uh, this is their best known album. Um, again, they, they were together for a while. They broke up and then they returned back in 2011. They do have a new album, relatively new album, 10 years ago in 2013. Um, I think, and I think, I know, I've, I heard this album early on on our local college radio station here, which at this point, it's kind of half and half. So Georgia yeah. State Radio here, 88.5 in Atlanta. Album kinda, 88. Album 88 sold a lot of their airwaves, I think, from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's a Georgia public really? radio or something. So you hear about a lot of talk during the day, but I think at, at some parts of the day, you still hear the Georgia uh, GSU students and so forth, the music come through. At one point, we heard just all of the great GSU station, the radio station there, and I'm pretty sure I do remember hearing this in Life of Possibilities on that station, and maybe 2002 or three or so, probably. Nice. Still in maybe high school at that point, and so I was like, "What is this?" And I somehow I think I waited, and you know, the, you wait for the announcement. That was the uh, dismemberment plan, emergency, and I, you know, at college radio anyways not making fun of college radio i guess i am making fun of college, college radio anyway so you have to wait forever right and then they just list all the state all the all the recent plays and so i was blown away and i think that's how i got into it i'm pretty sure i don't really remember i bought the album way long time ago i've had it uh probably at least 20 years at this point and it's it's catchy it's indie so maybe this was at the time i was kind of getting into that type of music getting out of just simple rock music Simple, not simple. Anyways, just rock music. Uh, it starts off with a life of possibilities. It's super cool. Travis's vocals kind of has that uh, falsetto. He's got a, a kind of higher range. You know, it's going to be more kind of, um, I don't know, like we've done the weaker thins. That's why I'm a little nervous because you didn't like the weaker thins. You didn't like his voice, um, but kind of like a, a Rivers Cuomo kind of higher voice, right? Um, but it's, it starts off with crutchy vocals. It's got that indie snare playing. During Life of Possibilities, you can hear the the the, the side stick playing. Yep. Um, it's it's loud. It's quiet. It's got cool timings. I think that's when I was getting into timing. So like Memory Machine number two is in five four, some type of five pattern. Um, the Jitters is in a different one. The City's in six four, and that's a really cool one. Um, so it has classic indies like indie like I Love a Magician. It's kind of loud and noisy and screaming and things like that. Um, and then, uh, it's got like, you are invited. So it's just like drum machine most of the time. And then the guitar comes in, but then the full band kicks in and it actually sounds really cool live. Um, 
And it's got like an indie classic, I would say right now is uh, at this point, what do you want me to say? Right. I think that's one of the best choruses like ever. Just very simple. That's just straightforward rock. I guess that's that's what brought me into this because it is rock, but then it's kind of got the different timings. It's got a lot of synths and keys in it. Um, yeah, it's a good gateway, let's say, for me coming from a rock background to get into something like this. And then I think, um, yeah, you were invited when, I should say, yeah, when it got loud, it gets loud. The chorus is very similar to what you want me to say. Um, yeah, it, it's just great. It, it sounds great. It's well-recorded. Um, everybody should just listen to it. So the Mer- Emergency and I by Dismemberment Plan. I, I admit I don't own anything else of Dismemberment Plan. I've listened to some of their other albums, but I think this is by far their most popular one. Um, you know, reading some comments and reviews online, this is, you know, the pinnacle of Dismemberment Plan, but don't take my word for it. So yeah. Ryan Stroud, have you ever heard of the band? Have you heard of the album? Tell us. So, yeah, I've heard of the band. Um, this actually, you mentioning that they're from Washington, D.C., actually makes sense a little bit more now. Because, uh, uh, you know, the, if anybody knows D.C. hardcore, uh, Rites of Spring, you know, Fugazi, uh, minor threat, stuff like that, 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 that kind of stuff that came from DC at the time. Okay. This makes a little bit more sense as to where this sound is coming from. For some reason I had it in my head that there was Washington state. So that, that changes a little bit of things for me. And if you listen to like the lyrics in the city, sorry, he talks about K street and this street. And so far, like certain streets, there are certain, there are many references throughout this yeah. album of DC. If you know DC, and if you again, know DC, I had to really look for it. Cause I don't know DC too well. Now, I have to be honest, uh, I, I have, over the years, going to punk shows or emo shows and stuff like that, I've seen people wearing dismemberment playing t-shirts, and I've seen them written about in like Alternative Press Magazine and stuff like that, or AP. Uh, I was a subscriber to AP for years. I don't think you ever were, because no. that definitely wouldn't have been up your alley. No. But, uh, you know, so I, I have known of the name. It's by far one of the coolest names out it there. It is. Yes. It's a very cool band name. I'll give it's, you that, too. It's awesome. Now, as for this album, this album's awful. I hate this record, and I will never be listening to it ever again. Um, If I could just be blunt. Tell me more. Tell me more. I listened to this album all the way through from start to finish five times because I was trying to force myself to find something that I could really like about this record. And the only thing I can say is what you said earlier. What do you want me to say does have a really awesome chorus. That's a phenomenal course. It is one of the best. However, the rest of this record to me is just hot garbage. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Is it, it the at vocals all. or the melodies it's, or the timings? You know, I've or? never really been a huge math rock person. Uh, the only math rock I've ever gotten into that I did kind of like was a group called The Fall of Troy, and even then I can't I can't listen to them a lot because it, it just throws me off. And that's what I would call this. It's just straight up math rock or indie math or whatever. Yeah, I could say indie math. Sure. Um, and I just, I can't, it's not for me. It's, that's one of those genres that's a niche for certain people. I want to say niche, but I also want to say niece from Boy Meets World. It's like, you have a niche for something, a niche for something. He's like a niece. Anyways. Um, but that being said, I, I, you know, I'm glad you gave me this record so that I could actually hear them and, and try to find something good. What do you want me to say is going to be my pick for okay. the song that's the best? There was a time when you could make me laugh at will, and you can do it still, but never is it for the right reasons, yeah. 
sorry. Let me retract a little bit. I will keep this song on my playlist. Thank you. Thank you. I will. But the rest of it can go. And I'm sorry. And I I hate to be so crass or rude or mean to a band. Uh, you guys are just not for me. If you're listening to this dismemberment plan, I respect you as musicians. I do. But this is not for me. I'm sorry. I I can't. I can't. It's like it's it's like if Jay, it's I know that if I would give you a certain record that I absolutely love and, and, and enjoy, but I know you're going to hate it. it. I feel like I would be doing you a disservice or something. Now I don't think that you knew that I was not. No, like I didn't know. This, I didn't know. But like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't. I'm sorry. Is this like uh, Papa Roach for me? Yeah, probably. Oh. I mean, where you literally had to like search for that thing that was decent, yes. you know, that was me on this. I, I thought you would like a little bit because I, it, like I said, ooh. it was a gateway for me in terms of it has a little of the rock side, a lot of the rock side. Now it might yeah. take a little while to get to it. Cause when you listen to what do you want uh, me to say? It, it does start a little weird. It's got that kind of it guitars, does. but it has a cool bass line. So yes. you know, I always like bass lines. I think throughout it has like sometimes two instead of a bass they have bass synth, like in the yeah, city and yeah. so forth. So I was like, well, maybe Ryan would like the bass. He always listens for bass. Melodies are pretty good. S- some of them. Uh, but it's it's a little different. And I guess that's when I I stretch a little bit in terms of I just, I, I don't go too indie. Yeah. But this, I mean, like I said, I heard it on a college radio station. Yeah. And this is college radio Galore. This is definitely college radio right here. And it's, I guess it just takes me past that comfort point for indie for me. And, um, again, I, I don't, I don't want to be like rude in the sense of like, cause this is something you like, I, you know, it's not a perfect album for it, me. I definitely skip a few, but, but I really like a lot of it. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to discourage other people from going out and listening to it though, because I, I feel like every album is an album that needs to be listened to. I really do. You know, you and I have received flack or pushback from people uh, on our socials about like, you know, about being too kind to records or too kind to bands, but that's because you and I are musicians at heart. And we know that if you're creating something and putting it out there, it means something to you or, or to an extent it does. So I don't want to be rude in the sense of like these people worked hard on this record, but it's just not for me. But I do encourage other people to go out there and hear it so you can make that choice. Yes. So don't listen to Ryan in terms of his uh, dislike for the album, but definitely listen to him in terms of you should listen to it. Because another reason why I like it, and you've talked about production techniques recently, is that Mm -hmm. I think it sounds very clean. It does. I'll give it that. Very well recorded for an indie album. I mean, again, this is 1999. We covered a 1998 album last time. Um, it, It sounds very clean. I think of the 90s, you know, coming out of you know, the eighties. Yeah. And I mean, this is just five years removed from Nirvana. Yeah. This is a like, very clever album. It's, it's crazy that, you know, it just starts to kind of push the envelope a little bit. Um, but in terms of just clarity of bass and drums and things like that, I, I think it's, it's got a little bit of everything and it's, it's, it's timeless in terms of, you yeah. know, I think it's on par with things released today. All right, well, I'll tell you what I don't, the, sure. the song that I absolutely hate. Uh, the Jitters is on that top list, but I love a magician. Oh my gosh. I Oh, if I, if I go the rest of my life never hearing this song again, I'll be great. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I, I will listen to it, but it's not my favorite song. And it is my pick for not the best on this album. 
So it wow. is a little, it's a little, um, I will sound old by saying this. It's a little noisy. It is really noisy. And it's funny because I get what they were trying to go for there. I do. But my goodness, I feel like they missed the mark. This is probably a good live um, live song. Oh, yeah. You know, so I bet you it is. Going back to what I was, I was meaning to say before in terms of production. So I was looking at some of the live videos from them touring at this point, And they were playing like some bigger shows, but some smaller shows in rocking out. What do you want me to say? And that just sounds, you know, very much like an anthem. But then this is kind of more this song. I'm a magician. I love a magician. Phil's fits more into that. Like, yes, home party, indie feel. Everybody's just moving around. having oh, a good And time. I it bet you it sounds great there. I bet you it gets people slam dancing like crazy. Yeah. And in that sense, awesome. Cool. As for a record song, oh, no, no. Like, oh, gosh. But again, don't take my word for it, people. Make your own assessment on this one. So, Jay, I turn it over to you. But I also want to point out that I think this is three albums in a row that we've agreed on one, at least one thing. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. It's very true. So that's what I was, I was just wondering. I know it's more indie. And going back to the top of the episode and the podcast and just our, 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 purpose is you know to try to sometimes stump the other person and maybe get them to like it and i don't know if i expected you to like it but i wasn't going to give you an album that you would hate of course but <laughs> um but i thought i go okay ryan might appreciate some of this and you know maybe you'll love it as time goes on but it's okay you're, you know you're what okay. we should do for each other I should get you a Papa Roach t-shirt and you should get me a dismemberment plant t-shirt. And then we just swap them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just swap them back because I'm like, I'm not wearing that. I'm not that. wearing that. <laughs> I'm not wearing that. Uh, so I think you you hit it on the nail in terms of what do you want me to say? It's an, a classic indie chorus. Uh, so I don't have to play that. I don't have to play I Love a Magician. That's, you know, just the vocals are kind of unclear. It's kind of loud. I agree with you on that. I think the what hits gold on this album, A Life of Possibilities, starts off really cool. It's got cool drums. Mm -hmm. um, it's got a cool bass synth, and the bridge kind of rocks loud. It's got that indie snare, as I mentioned. Memory Machine's cool. Um, what do you want me to say again? Spider the Snow's pretty good. Jitter starts to get a little bit more indie. I, I agree with that. Um, again, I, I love a magician. You are invited. It's kind of cool. Like Even they sing it live now. Like It's just Drum Machine and him. And then it builds, and then it gets it, – it, it's different, though, I would say. You're not going to win me over. I'm sorry. You are invited. Gyroscope has a funny timing, as I always say. It, it kind of drops like an eighth note, not yep. just a whole quarter. The city, though. I used to really like the city. So I admit that has – it's just a vice, nice, calming – it's a cool driving song. I would actually – if I had to pick something else, that would be the other one that I would pick. Yeah. So I think the cities are kind of like a beautiful song and then girl clock and eight and a half minutes back and forth. Those are okay too. But I think my pick, since you already, we agree on the, the worst song on the album. I'll just go with the top song, Life of Possibilities. I think it's a cool opener. You get a little bit of everything with Dismemberment Plan. Again, it's that classic indie drum playing. It's kind of quiet. It's got cool synths and then it gets loud near the end. And then it comes back to the beginning part. So as elaborate as it is, 
it is, let's say, indie in terms of it is also very simple in parts, right? Like the timings kind of stretch at the math rock, but like the little guitar interlude. Yeah, that's cool. It's only a few notes, like whether that's indie or it's very simple that, um, yeah, they, it's, it's great performing, great vocals from Travis. They got back together, which was, I was happy to see. I I would say everybody go check it out. It might not be an album for everybody, right? But I think it is pretty cool if you're looking for something a little bit different that still rocks. I do think everybody should try it out. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry to talk over you there, but no, I mean, again, just want to emphasize, don't, don't let my opinion keep you from doing something. And uh, let's see, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and play, I'm going to uh, pull a card and play one more song since go you already did the, the worst song, since I think it's so cool. I'm going to play another good song that I like. I'm trying to decide you are invited to the city, but the one that I always like the city, because if anybody uh, um, is from DC, you might find some things that you appreciate. And again, it's a, it's a cool driving song. This is where I live, but it never felt less at home. So I'm not unsympathetic. I see why you left. There's no one to know. There's nothing to do. The city's been dead since you've been gone. You know, this is, I would say, another another way to think about this album and whether this is good or bad. I think it's good. Uh, but the perfect place for this album is also if you can find a record store, the music that's playing in a record store. Yeah. Yeah. That actually, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you there. There you go. But it's, it's cool. I mean, it's going to be, you know, you're, you're, if you're searching for just something a little different, um, like the city, I think it's nice and calming, but you were saying about the drums. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's got a thing that's a little uneasy too. So as much as it's calming, once it gets to that, the drums are, not so easy and not so calming, but I think it fits. So, but yeah, if you go to a record store, this is the type of music that you'll hear. If yeah. you haven't been to a record store, if you can even find a record store, uh, but everybody should go listen to it. I think it's great. Dismemberment plan. Thanks. Maybe a gateway into some other things. I know I keep saying that word. Sorry, but um, I think it sounds great. I'll keep listening to it. It'll Thanks be, for trying. It'll be a gateway to the end of this podcast episode. But I'm bump. But thanks for trying and thanks for listening. And uh, we're going to be a little bit more indie next week. You want to go ahead and uh, yeah, um, mention next week? Yeah, next week. So for those of you out there who are enjoying a little bit more of keeping up with uh, what we're going to do the week prior so that you have a chance to listen, we have gotten a few comments about that. Like people are like, hey, can you try to do that a little bit more? Um, so we're not always going to do it because sometimes we forget because this is not scripted by any means. And sometimes we just don't know. Sometimes we don't know. Uh, but next week we do have uh sub pops, beautiful uh, sub pop records, classic album, the postal service give up. So we'll be covering that. Yeah. yeah and that's indie, but it pushes indie, but yeah. we'll talk about that. Next yeah. We'll week. talk about that next week. So, yeah, anyways, uh, check out our website, thealbumargument.com. Uh, posts or links there to all the podcast services. So you can check out all the past episodes as we're nearing number 60, right? That's 59. Yeah, so, 
you know, we're hitting October, year number two, or almost to sixty. Yeah, it's been a good year. We're, it's been a pretty good year. We're keep 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 on going. We've got we've had some minisodes. Maybe we'll do some more minisodes coming up. I know Grammy nominations are going to be coming out. So yep, we're gonna do that again. We've got you know what? I liked doing the Grammy stuff, and I think some other people did as well. I know it's not for everybody, but you know. I think it's nice to every now and then have something a little bit different to put out there to everyone. Yeah, maybe we did a holiday special last time and we will do some uh, top uh, Hanukkah songs. Hey, I've come across a really cool uh, Hanukkah band. Hanukkah band, okay. Uh, Yeah, in fact, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and promote them because I contacted them for something and they wrote back immediately and helped me out. Uh, So there's a band out there called The Levies and it's made up of uh, two different punk bands put together. And... um, I, I, if for those of you who don't know, I have an elementary school chorus and and band and stuff that I run, and and I'm an elementary school music teacher, and we have a concert coming up, and then we want to include all religions, you know, nice. and songs yeah. from. So we have Kwanzaa, Christmas, and of course Hanukkah, and I found these really cool songs. One called Laka Clan, and one called Applesauce versus Sour Cream. And so I wrote them and I'm like, Hey man, I'm looking for the guitar chords for this song. If you could hook it up for me, I'd really appreciate it. They wrote me back thing. And I was like, I was shocked because I was like, there's no way that they're actually going to respond. They did. It was super awesome. I really appreciate it. If they ever hear this, thank you so much. That is awesome because that is a hot topic in our household here is, and you know, I'm, Let's say my my yeah. my ancestors are Jewish, and so yeah, sour cream or applesauce. It is apparently a very tough decision. Now, my wife and I have talked about making some latkes this year and and doing both. Uh, she grew up having latkes made. Cause, so for those of you out there who don't know, latkes are not exclusively Jewish. You know, they're however they're you know it's a very big Jewish dish during Hanukkah. So I go uh, sour cream just if anybody's. I it. would just by looking at it, I'm going sour cream yeah. as well. I think so. the kids go applesauce most of the time. Nice. Now we have to make so latkes. It's sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry Dude, for the tangent. Should we get together and make latkes I together? Think we yes. Usually I get my mom to make them. So we'll have, oh, we'll have you over. So let's, let's nice. do a That'd latka awesome. party. Yeah. Latka party. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again. Like Jay said, go check out the band, check out us, share our information. We really appreciate it. Until next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. And if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, be sure to get your tickets now for Main Street Theater's production of Kodachrome, a play written by Adam Simkovitz and directed by Carrie Harris. Tickets can be purchased online at MainStreetTheater.org. Kodachrome is a dramedy about love, lost, and moving on. Our very own Ryan Stroud is even in this play. Kodachrome will be at the Tucker Recreation Center every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, October 20th through November 4th. So get your tickets now for Kodachrome by visiting MainStreetTheater.org. This link will also be in this episode's show notes.